0: God is the same, He's never changed, so we can be like fighting about politics or worried about the coronavirus or global warming, I mean whatever it may be, but it's like the Lord is the same and He knows the beginning and the end and He loves us. Welcome to the Jesus
1: Calling Podcast. We've all had times in life where we've dealt with fear, anxiety, or uncertainty. In the Bible, we're told to fear not because God is with us. Both our guests today have taken that message to heart when they found themselves in unfamiliar and difficult situations. Country music star, Sarah Evans, and founder of The Giving Keys, Caitlin Crosby. Sarah Evans grew up on a farm in Missouri, the third of seven children. At one point, her parents noticed that Sarah had a beautiful singing voice, and by age five, she had her first paying gig. Sarah knew that God had given her a voice, and she never wavered from the dream of being a country music singer. That dream became a reality as Sarah went on to a very successful career, being named Vocalist of the Year by the Academy of Country Music and winning Billboard and Country Music Association Awards. She's played to millions of fans, achieved platinum sales, and performed on ABC's Dancing with the Stars. She never doubted she would achieve her dreams, but along the way, fear and anxiety would sometimes distract her from her course. In those times, Sarah has learned to lean on God for the resilience to face anything that comes her way.
0: I'm Sarah Evans. I'm a singer and songwriter and music producer. I'm also a wife and a mom of three, a stepmom of four. I grew up on a farm in Missouri. I'm one of seven kids, third oldest of seven kids, and I've been singing since I was four years old. I have two older brothers and my oldest brother is five years older than I am. And then my next brother is three years older. And so around the time I was about four years old, my parents put my brothers on guitar lessons and both my parents are avid music lovers. So music runs on both sides of my parents' families. And so they put my brothers on guitar lessons and As they would learn the songs, then I would just kind of start singing along. And my parents just sort of like did that double take like, oh, wow, you know, she's got a voice. And I was born with this spirit of wanting to entertain people and wanting to make people laugh. I've always been that way. I was born an optimist. And so I just knew that like, this is what I'm meant to do. And I've always thanked God for showing me that at a young age because you know, a lot of people don't really discover what they're supposed to do with their lives until later. So I started singing on stage, like professional, getting paid for a gig when I was five. And like I have pictures of myself performing on this show called Lee Mace's Ozark Opry at Lake of the Ozarks in Missouri at six years old. So I always knew that one day I would move to Nashville and I just never had any doubt in my mind that that it would happen. It was just a matter of when. You know, it's just something I've always known in my soul. I feel like my life has been a roller coaster and just one drama-filled event after another. I've been through a lot, starting with when I was eight years old. I got hit by a car. I broke both my legs and both my arms. I was in the hospital for six weeks without getting out of the bed. I had something like seven surgeries on my legs. The car was going 75 miles an hour. Um, I think that was my first real dealing with something where I had to be resilient and I had to fight. I grew up going to church, but it was sort of this small little Christian church that had like maybe 20 people in it. I'm from middle of nowhere, Missouri, way out in the country. But I, I grew up knowing about the Lord. I remember when I was 19 or 20, like going through a period of fear where I just had this irrational fear of like nuclear war or overpopulation or just all these things just were like flooding me. And I was traveling somewhere and I read a Gideon's Bible in the hotel room that I was in and I was just like, I need something that will comfort me and help me to figure out how to not have fear in my life. And so I started reading the Bible, and then when I got home, I went and bought my own Bible. And So by the time I was 21, I think, right, right after I turned 21, I accepted Christ. My brother was in Los Angeles going to a jazz music school for one year, and when he came home, we worked for about a year and saved money and moved to Nashville together. So after moving to Nashville, I just started knocking on doors, and I became a demo singer in town. And somebody from RCA Records met with me, heard me sing, and, you know, the rest is history. I think over the course of my career, there have been a lot of defining moments. I mean, it would be impossible just to name one. You know, like the first time I performed at the Grand Ole Opry, the first time I performed at the Ryman Auditorium, and that was opening for George Jones. So I've had a lot of really special moments like that dancing with the stars was just one of those amazing opportunities that i got and and i did gain a a ton of fans from doing that such a great show family is really everything to me like we have a blended family of seven kids and so we're blessed beyond you know we just we have so many people to love and so many people to take care of but that is such a blessing trying to be a mom and have this career in country music has been one of the most challenging and sometimes unbearable things that I've had to go through meaning times that I've had to leave my kids and go on a radio tour or something where you know it's just not possible for them to come with me you know nothing keeps you humble like having kids because starting with carrying them because you just have to give your body over to what's happening, and then when they're born, you you really don't do anything else for the rest of your life but serve your children. At least that's been the case for me. I had a great mom, and I wanted to be a great mom. And I also had two amazing grandmothers. My mom's mom, Granny Floyd, and my dad's mom, Grandma Evans, they were both, they played huge, huge roles in my life. So. As much as I knew that I was born to be a singer and a musician, I knew that I was also born to be a mom, and I just couldn't wait for it. And when I had my first child, it changed me forever. My book is called Born to Fly, and there's no way I could write a book without talking about my relationship with the Lord. I really, really, really believe in a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, and I believe that. God understands our hearts and he knows where we are. God's just so much smarter than we give him credit for and so much more than we give him credit for. So, and I always look at, you know, how how do I feel about my children? And there's nothing that I wouldn't forgive them for. Nothing. I love them no matter what all the time. Sorry. All the time. So, if I'm an imperfect, sinning human being, and I feel that way about my own children, then, you know, how much more perfect is God's love for me? I was involved in a Bible study with my girlfriends in Birmingham, and I think we were doing the Jesus calling Bible study. And I remember, like, when it first happened, and it was everybody was talking about it, and I thought it was miraculous <laughs> because it's like, I mean I believe it's inspired completely because every time you look at it on whatever day when I go to it, it it pertains to me and then the Bible verses to go with it it's just awesome and it's really really helped me through some like times when I'm having major anxiety if I'm having a fear of flying and leaving my children it has really really helped me and I I love knowing that God created me and He created me alone and i'm special and he knew me before i was in my mother's womb and he's always known me god is the potter and i'm the clay and so i just need to trust him every day and you know really just have no fear any time that i go a while without reading the word or without really being in prayer and like having this strong relationship with the lord I'll fall into those patterns you know of anxiety and you know everybody has anxiety and they're struggling with it and fear and depression and when you really go back to the very basics like there's nothing to worry about because God is in control there's nothing more comforting than having a relationship with Jesus
1: you can find Sarah's book Born to Fly anywhere books are sold Stay tuned to Caitlin Crosby's story after a brief message about a brand new Jesus Calling journal that invites you to experience a life in God's presence. Motherhood. It's a journey like no other, teeming with love, unparalleled dedication, and moments that pierce the very essence of your soul. It's a trek that demands to be celebrated, lauded, and embraced in its entirety. Celebrate the moms in your life this Mother's Day with two beautiful gift books, Jesus Calling for Moms by Sarah Young and Grace for the Moment for Moms by Max Licato. These heartfelt devotionals will remind the moms in your life just how special they are. Jesus Calling for Moms and Grace for the Moment for Moms are available now where all books are sold. During
0: times of transition and unknown next steps, It's more important than ever to cling to the promises of God and to tune your ear to what Jesus has to say. Jesus Calling for Graduates is an encouraging compilation of 150 devotions from Sarah Young's brand. Grads will find topics such as discerning God's will, self-worth, trust, support, and much more. Jesus Calling for Graduates is perfect for both high school and college graduates as they embark on the next chapter. Look for our special custom edition of Jesus Calling for Graduates, available exclusively at faithgateway.com.
1: Sarah Young's Jesus Calling has drawn millions of people around the world closer to Jesus. Now, a new Jesus Calling guided journal called Life in His Presence invites us to connect with God in a new way as we gather our thoughts on the page. With more than 100 entries in Life in His Presence, each guided journaling experience includes an excerpted devotion from Jesus Calling, along with journaling prompts, a key scripture, and memorable quotes. You can find the new Jesus Calling guided journal called Life in His Presence at your favorite book retailer today. Actor, singer-songwriter, and entrepreneur Caitlin Crosby knows a thing or two about inspiring others. Growing up in Hollywood and working in the entertainment industry inspired Caitlyn to launch the campaign Love Your Floss to support people dealing with body image issues. While she was on tour for her debut album, Caitlyn started a company called The Giving Keys, which employs people transitioning out of homelessness to make jewelry out of repurposed keys. Today, The Giving Keys employs dozens and their products are sold at more than 2,000 retailers around the world, including stores like Nordstrom and Anthropologie. Caitlin talks with us about how she overcame the fear of trying to live up to the expectations of the entertainment industry and how embracing her flaws helped her find her purpose, which she talks about in her new book called You Are the Key.
2: My name is Caitlin Crosby Benward, and I am the founder of The Giving Keys, where we employ people that are trying to transition out of homelessness to make jewelry and different products uh, with different inspirational words like hope, love, faith, dream, believe, fearless, let go. And the whole premise is you get a word that you need in your life, you embrace it, you own it, but then you're supposed to pass it on to somebody you feel needs it more than you and then tell them to pass it on to someone who needs it more than them. So it's a whole pay it forward movement. We've been able to sell over a million keys so far because of all the incredible people that are trying to help us and homelessness uh, through our mission. And I'm also a wife and a mother, and I have two cute babies. I have a uh, three-year-old boy named Brave and a five-month-old little girl named Love. I grew up in Los Angeles, born and raised, and my dad manages actors. And my mom was a model and actress, graduated from Beverly Hills High School, the whole shebang, and uh, I grew up going to youth group I loved uh going to youth group my my youth group band was it was actually lifehouse remember remember lifehouse <laughs> My mother is a very compassionate and empathetic soul, and really raised me and to go to missions and always take our clothes and toys and everything to all these different nonprofits. And so she really kind of, yeah, taught me to care about people that weren't lucky enough to get a lot of the things that, that we had. And, and I always grew up being really passionate about homelessness because it just felt so unjust that so many people growing up in LA had so much money and power and privilege and how it looked like a third world country. Right in our backyard. I grew up acting and doing music and did a bunch of TV shows and a million commercials and every fast food commercial known to man <laughs> like Taco Bell, Burger King, Carl's Jr., all the things. And then um, I, I was really passionate about the media and what I think it was kind of doing to girls and women and how unhealthy it is. I think with all the airbrushing going on and so I did this one movie with Brie Larson, who is Captain Marvel. And so this was maybe over this was over 10 years ago. We were both on the movie poster, and it was they cut out our faces and glued them on other people's bodies. And we thought that that was not cool. So we started a website called loveyourflaws.com with a Z, and it was all about that issue. And so I went around and started taking thousands of pictures of people holding up signs that said things like, my cellulite is beautiful. And so my first album was called Flaws, And um, I wrote a song called Flaws one day when I came home from an audition for acting and felt completely scrutinized and emotional about it. And so my first one of my tours, I started selling everything that said Love Your Flaws on it from bags to keychains to t shirts. It was kind of like a way to give myself therapy, was really working on this Love Your Flaws project. And I was passing through New York on tour and the hotel room key was a, a big key and I thought it was really cool. So I put around my necklace and started getting compliments on it. So um One day I was leaving church on Hollywood Boulevard and they were playing this Invisible Children documentary and I left bawling my eyes out like, what else can I do to help people and change the world? And right then I saw this young couple, they were holding up a sign. They were experiencing homelessness and their sign said, ugly, broke, and hungry. And I went up to them and I said, why does your sign say that? What's your story, et cetera. And fell in love with them. I canceled my plans at night and I ended up taking them to dinner. And I wasn't thinking about the giving keys at all. It just felt like a normal thing for me to do. So two hours into dinner, I said to the girl, I really like your necklace. And she said, oh, thanks. I like making jewelry. And I had my aha moment. And I said, oh, you're the missing link to the giving keys. Do you guys want to be my business partners? They're like, okay. So the next day I went to the locksmith and I bought all the engraving equipment and went to Pet Boys and bought hammers and started paying them to engrave the keys. They started saving up enough money to stay in a motel. When I met them, they lived in a cardboard box in a dumpster. Then little by little, they saved up and got their own apartment and then they couldn't keep up with the order. So then we started partnering up with different transitional homes and nonprofits around the issue of homelessness. And so now we've been able to employ over 130 people that are trying to transition out of homelessness so far. So basically our model is the more products we sell the more jobs we can create and the more people we can try and get off the streets. One time this girl came up to me and she said that her mother had cancer and she got her custom made a fight giving key and she gave it to her her mom and she was wearing it at the cancer ward wearing it every day holding on to it through her chemo treatments. And one day she found out that she was cancer free. She took off her giving key and went back to the cancer ward and gave it to another woman there that was fighting for her life with cancer. And then actually somebody from the the cancer ward ended up ordering a bunch of fight giving keys and giving it to all the people that were unfortunately uh, experiencing and fighting through cancer on that floor. I love that they're little miraculous tokens for people sometimes. You know, when I was about to go into labor for my second child, I was so nervous and scared. And I felt so much fear, a lot of fear. And I was thinking about what key, what word do I want to choose to wear during labor? (laughs) And uh, I saw the fearless key and I was like, "Mm, no. I feel like it's just too big of a jump for me to shoot for that. Word. Uh, so I actually ended up choosing faith. And instead, I was just focusing on faith, faith that no matter what happens, and it is going to be scary probably and hard and all of the things, um, I'm going to have faith that I will get through it and it will turn out the way that it, it's meant to. And I will, yeah, I will get through it and I will be protected. So I think just even focusing on that one word really helped me. I think for me, faith has been um, kind of a challenging journey, to be honest, because I grew up so Christian, and I'm really grateful for, you know, how that shaped me. And, you know, I, I went through my dark night of the soul years on and off. And I think whenever I have gone into those, like, dark pits of despair and questioning you know the point of all of this i always come back to i really believe that god answered my prayer which was god give me your heart for people give me your heart for people i want to feel and i feel like he answered that question that prayer through the giving keys because i feel like the giving keys is such a perfect kind of example of his heart which is caring for people that are needing these words whether you're a celebrity or you're experiencing homelessness everyone needs hope everyone needs love everyone needs strength i think the model of the giving Keys, it just the fact that it exists and has lasted 11 years makes me believe in god when i have doubted it <laughs> So the title of my book is You Are the Key, Turning Imperfections into Your Purpose. And I am so excited about it and and proud of it. And I feel like I don't ever say that. I never use that that phrase, like, I'm proud of this. <laughs> but I, I I put my heart and soul and everything into it and actually enjoyed the process of writing so much. It was actually really, really therapeutic for me, just kind of focusing on and reminding myself of all the wisdom that, I, that I've learned from other people through the years and quotes and therapy sessions that I shared and, you know, revelations and all of that. And I'm actually really painfully... I think in a really beautiful way, painfully vulnerable and and talk about things that I've never talked about before, kind of the real behind the scenes story of why I really started Love Your Flaws. In the book, I really went there. And I'm really hoping that it's going to make people feel not alone in the things that they feel kind of secretive or, or shameful about. And that those are the things that really can bring your purpose alive or bring it to another level whether you're a stay at home mom and you know, your purpose is taking care of your kids or your purpose is wanting to start a huge movement or be the president of the United States, whatever it is, I think it's really in our individual stories and our imperfections and our quote unquote flaws that really maybe aren't flaws. If you look at it from a different perspective, those are the things that make you special and unique and one of a kind and where you can really, you know, change the world and, and how that can really turn into your purpose. Caitlin
1: closes our interview with a passage from Jesus Calling from July 27th.
2: Hope is a golden cord connecting you to heaven. This cord helps you hold your head up high even when multiple trials are buffeting you. I never leave your side and I never let go of your hand. But without the cord of hope, Your head may slump and your feet may shuffle as you journey uphill with me. Hope lifts your perspective from your weary feet to the glorious view you can see from the high road. You are reminded that the road we're traveling together is ultimately a highway to heaven. When you consider this radiant destination, the roughness or smoothness of the road ahead becomes much less significant. I am training you to hold in your heart a dual focus, my continual presence and the hope of heaven.
1: To learn more about The Giving Keys, including Caitlin's new book called You Are The Key, go to thegivingkeys.com. If you'd like to hear more stories about transforming fear into purpose, check out our interview with heroic Southwest Airlines pilot Tammy Jo Schultz and Vietnam War POW Carlisle Smitty Harris. Next time on the Jesus Calling Podcast, we speak with T.J. Stevens and Beth Nemo, two people brought together through a legacy of pain and redemption. In 1982, T.J. Stevens walked into his high school and began shooting. In 1999, Beth Nemo unknowingly said a final goodbye to her daughter, Rachel Scott, before she left for her day at Columbine High School. They've since forged a bond and share the power of forgiveness, which Beth talks about here. I think even as Christians, We're afraid that if we say, I forgive the abuser, that we're saying, well, I have to just act like it didn't happen. No, we can't do that. It did happen. It's just allowing yourself not to be for that incident or that abuse or that pain and hurt, that loss, to be a life sentence. Want to hear more inspirational stories of people who have been changed by a closer walk with God?